because it is will rebel and they will <laughs> most of take them weren't listening at <laughs> that time just, I think that's what's going to happen there'll be an, uh, an uprising there'll be a it'll be a groundswell kind of a you know a groundswell of a, a, gra- a grassroots uh, <laughs> hatred storm flying in our direction I got myself a cup of coffee here and I'm going to take me a sip causing me to slurp my coffee Ah, ham and eggs. <laughs> it's 8.53 a.m. Saturday, June the 8th, 2019. I'm Bill. I'm Diane. It's the Bill and Diane show. <laughs> episode. We're getting almost to the 300th episode. I just oh, my God. <laughs> Wait for it, people. As usual, we're going to blow the doors out with oh, right. special programming <laughs> special bonus programming I think that the 200th episode just kind of came and went without any special I, programming I was talking about how we were going to do special programming and not, not delivering any so I think that's kind of I mean the template has been made Diane I don't know there's really not that much more for us to do can't you get the guys from New York to come up with some Guys from New York who are always coming up with new material for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's going to have to pay him more. You know, this is a tight budget. we got to keep things within reason. Okay. Right. So it's been a hectic week here in Lake Amphetamine as per usual. What, what actually did happen? I had a concert. Another concert. I had a concert with Pardon me, I'm going to have another drink of coffee. My dear friend Amy Reed, and it was... Uh, it was... Ew. Boy, that was a night. That's good coffee. That was just all over the place. <laughs> it was but a it was, fantastic but it was a, it was a night. fantastic experience. But it contained this this panorama of <laughs> energetic modalities. It's true. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Yeah, because the first time that you had the concert with Amy Reed, everyone was there to hear you guys, and I remember everybody almost was in a semicircle. It felt really close and intimate, yeah. and this time there was a table in the back of people who were talking quite loudly. Yeah, and it was it's just the way sound travels in that room. I'm not sure how loudly they were talking, but they were certainly raising their their volume during the song so that they could hear each other. But there was actually two tables. And they just uh, were just there. And it's a small enough room to where everybody hears everything that's going on. So, And they were there before we got there. And so, I don't and know. And stayed so for quite a while. It was kind of an eminent domain kind of situation, perhaps. But, you know, if the... Yeah, I don't know. If, if I knew the, that if the a cafe place is, was going to... If the cafe features music yeah, and advertises their featured music... Then, that's what I think. Then for two hours a night, you know, they ought to be able to give it up, own it, and respect it, I guess. Yeah. So that kind of colored uh, the first set, although it was, you know, we were, I think by the time... We'd been playing for a while. We were kind of taking possession of it more than just letting it bother us. Yeah. yeah. But as an audience member, it was quite annoying. Well, as a performer, it was annoying as well. It was, yeah. yeah. I am so, I'm so spoiled though because yeah, of I think that, that's the crystalline modality too. of listening to music. That I think I was feeling that on stage. I was like, well, you know. What do I actually expect? I mean, 
Right. How much respect do you think you you actually command, Bill? <laughs> keep things in perspective here, and you know, like that. Yeah, but I, for me, it's also a little bit of a slap in the face to the audience that is there to hear these people yeah. who came and specifically for that purpose. And it I was, was obvious that what I was considering from stage, you know, when I was making a few kind of oblique comments, I thought. Since they weren't all listening to what I was saying, I was saying, hey, everybody, why don't we just all just stand up and turn around and look at them? Hmm. Yeah. Or something. I don't know. It seemed like a, a little too revolutionary for the moment. Plus, I was concerned for Amy because, I, you know, I, it's, hard, it's hard enough performing against the wind like that, but to look across at somebody you really like who's, who you've asked to play there with you and to see that there's I mean she's, she was not overdone by it or any way like that but you could just see that there was more of an edge to her performance than needed to be there mm-hmm. especially for starting out so nonetheless nonetheless it was uh, absolutely amazing I, you know Amy is I don't know she's just well, the, a delight and the second set by the time the people left mm-hmm. that were creating the havoc that was a great time. It was just, the whole thing was a great time, but it was just... And it taught me that, it, it's so funny, people are always, I, I know I am always nervous to perform in any sort of situation because you're thinking, oh, you know, maybe I won't get it right and all that. But watching you and Amy make mistakes on stage and just turn it around into making it hilarious for the audience... It's uh, it's quite the um, education in in what what a mistake really is. I don't think I don't think anything is a mistake if you uh, kind of wrap it around something. Well, else. yeah, if you turn it into a new version of the song, you mean? Well, you, no, kind of like... I mean just making funny remarks and and everything. Amy was saying that she didn't think she'd laugh so hard in years yeah. <laughs> she did when you were doing the mud song. The mud song massacre. <laughs> Wish I had that on tape just just <laughs> for the memory to so that I could I bring it out and listen oh. to it at odd moments. But yeah. I loved it when you were saying <laughs> to your hands, "Come on, guys, work together." <laughs> Anyway, it's so funny because if you really wanted a perfect version of a, a concert, I mean, that everything was just the way it sounded on the albums and no uh, little flub-ups, then you would just listen to the album. But I think people like the, the being on the edge of what... That, that's why it's so cool to be in a live concert. The things that are not like... Right. What it, you're used there was to. a there was a I mean I I think part of what I what I think about uh, in, about Thursday night in retrospect and God that took a long time to say um, <laughs> is because of the disruption early on it was just like all the filters were I, I should never I knew when I started playing the mud song there's no way this is gonna work there's no <laughs> way because I could already feel that my hands were just not operating in the way I wanted them to and. Well, that's a complex and it, it's a, and it's guitar not a, It was piece. never an easy song to play, although I, it used to seem easy when I 
when I first wrote it. When but, you were the mud man. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Anyway. <laughs> I still hate to think that that's the song that people will remember me for. <laughs> I just, I, you know, I just have trouble for, with that. Not that I think it's even a bad song. It's just that it's, you know, I don't write many songs like that. But anyway, so I, I just felt like I didn't really feel like I had anything to lose by just giving it a shot. <laughs> I figured if I couldn't do it, these people would understand. So. It was so much fun. Well, I wish I could... I wish I could be happier about things like that, but in the moment you're, it does. It's not a. It's not a happy state necessarily. I'm sure but it's if not. you can get every, if you can get everybody laughing and, you know, and they're kind of in on the joke that you're telling on yourself, then then it's better. I don't know. I think it makes a, a quite a fun experience for the audience. Yeah. So the, we did that. Yeah. <laughs> and that was just the night before last. So. This week just feels like, I mean, I feel like we just did the show yesterday. So I feel like, Pretty I don't close. know. It's uh, gaining momentum at work for me, so um, the days are shooting right on by. I'm still deep in this Mike Scott book. Which I discovered. Yes, which you discovered. Thank you. You should read it. Well, I've read parts of it, but I just haven't read the whole thing yet. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty amazing kind of chronology of his. Mike Scott of the Water Boys. Yeah. We uh, had mentioned that we would have liked to have gone to their impending October show, but it's a stand-up concert. And yeah, it's a general, general admission, so yeah. no seats guaranteed. I guess there are a few seats in the balcony, but who knows whether you'd be able to get there. And and I saw people lining up for Brandy Carlisle. Was she at the Neptune? At the Neptune, yeah. yeah. In the morning, on a it was a weekday, and I, there were all these people outside this little uh, deli where I get a breakfast sandwich on Tuesdays and Thursdays, so it had to be one of those days. And I, I was saying, what's, what's with all the people outside? And then she, uh, the... Owner said, oh, it's people lining up for the Brandy Carlisle concert. And this was that night? So yeah. They were, they were going to be there all day? They were yeah. just camping out? They were just camping out. Yeah. They had camp chairs and stuff like that. I guess you could do that. Yeah. You could bring a camp chair in, but That's I don't know. The whole, the... my days of being willing to sit Festi- outside. Festival seating? <laughs> no, I'm not, yeah. not interested. No more. The Water Boys need to play at the Edmonds Center for the Arts. Oh, I would love that. Wouldn't that would be so that cool. Just be cool. But anyway, that's why our renewed interest. We've been uh, watching a few videos of them, and and I think the uh, I think the the Water Boys feel plus the experience on Thursday night, which if anything can be said about it, the one word that I would use to describe it, uh, at least as I'm remembering it right now, was rousing. It was a rousing uh, evening. Your concert with Amy? With Amy, yeah. Yeah, I felt very up afterwards. Yeah, it was very, uh, and I think that's, uh, you know, I'd like to take some credit for that, and maybe I can, but only in service to Amy's energy, because I think her energy really 
lights the place up and invites us uh, a kind of interaction uh, that I think makes us both kind of shine a little brighter. Well, and you uh, harmonized together, which was quite wonderful too, because that doesn't happen that frequently yeah. when you perform with someone else. It's true. But uh, I love some of Amy's songs so dearly. They're whimsical. Uh, there's kind of whimsicality of her humor that just tickles me. Yep. And she's got an amazing voice. So. And she's got a great attitude. I think you and Amy on stage have a very similar, uh, I don't know, vibe. Mm-hmm. Vibe, for lack of a better word. Well, anyway, in the spirit of rousing, we have... Our two favorite songs from Great Big Sea, in a rousing live rendition, which is which was my introduction to Great Big Sea, which was their Great Big Live CD DVD set. The story of this uh, too is that the very first very first weekend that we spent together, when you were out in Twisp, and I was over here, you brought the Great Big Sea album, and I remember watching that. So it's, uh, I mean, the... Um, the DVD. The DVD. Yeah. And so it's very near and dear to my heart because I had always loved sea shanties. Right. And they had sea shanties on there, and, um, I mean, I just loved the whole concert. It was such it's, a rousing thing. It's got I, quite I a Celtic feel, even there. They're, yeah. from, they're from Newfoundland. That was uh, one of the, the times I took a snapshot in my head, and I, I can revisit that experience at will. So I just remember them. Uh, initially, I found out about them because there was one song in the music library at KOZI of theirs, and that was the studio version of uh, Sea of No Cares. And I used to love that, and I used to play it fairly regularly on my show. And I, one time I was down at the record store in Wenatchee, and so I should look and see if there's any great big C because I, I like the sound of that. I might like other stuff, and that's where I found that. And if the first copy of it I had was, and I've still got it somewhere, I just can't find it. It's probably down in the garage. It's and, a CD size, it was right? CD size, and there was a CD and a DVD of the same concert. I wonder what I did with that idea later on because that's where I got the idea for Raise Your Heart. And so I have to find that. But anyway, a couple of our favorite songs from Great Big Sea, just to continue the rouse. What do you say? I say yay. Okay. I am the fountain of affection. I'm the instrument of joy. And to keep the good sounds of rolling, I'm the boy, I'm the boy. You know the world could be your oyster if you just put your trust in me. Cause we'll keep the good times rolling You wait and see, wait and see I'm waiting to see I'm 
Let yourself go if it's high.